Hi, this is Teacher Tales, T-A-I-L-S. I'm Paul Carr, and the topic today is Kids and Border Crossings, the rest of the story. Thomas Friedman wrote in the New York Times, we need a high wall with a big gate, meaning illegal crossings need to be minimized and legal crossings increased. I was hosting a fifth grade parent-teacher conference in my fifth grade class when the mother of one of my students received a phone call. My initial reaction was irritation until I understood what was going on. The flustered mom looked at me but continued speaking in her phone. Now, she said, and at that the mom lost all composure and began crying. Into the phone she said, we are at your daughter's parent-teacher's conference. The woman had brought all three daughters. The mom looked at me with desperate, pleading eyes, eyes which said, forgive me these few seconds. Unfortunately for me, the call made sense. I knew the family's story. I bit my tongue. The mom informed her daughters, girls, dad is crossing. The three girls brightened up animated. Be careful, said the oldest, I student. The mom continued, see you in a few days. We love you. The conference didn't matter after that. How could it? The call was from their dad. He'd been deported from California where we all lived. His feet were on the Mexican side of the Sonoran Desert, and he'd just set foot into Arizona. He was heading north to California to reunite with his family, and he hoped the winds of luck would be in his face. But luck did not find him. It had, in fact, abandoned him. Most people crossing illegally into the United States from the southern border have to deal with cartels. The cartels determine who crosses, where, how many cross, and when. Sometimes they even set up decoy migrant crossings so other teams with drugs can cross undetected. It's an extremely nasty business and a nasty border to cross. To discourage people crossing on their own, gangs rob, murder, and rape. Unfortunately, there are rumors of rape trees, trees in the desert which showcase victims' underwear wafting in the hot winds, and they are unnervingly disturbing. The starting price to cross into the U.S. begins at about $1,000 for a quick drop, and then the prices go up exponentially depending on how deep into the U.S., one wants to be delivered. Rarely do those crossings have money. It is well documented that currently smugglers are requiring migrants to wear wristbands as a way to keep track of them, who has paid and who needs to pay later. Those crossings are causing those crossing to be indebted to the cartels. However, the cartels allow the crosser some payment options. Pay later, mule drugs across, become a safe house for the cartel, engage in human trafficking, prostitution, assist in various forms of smuggling, or accept financial seed money from the cartel and start a marijuana plantation in some out-of-the-way national park and you get to keep a percentage yourself for the borrower. I think Thomas Friedman has the right idea. The border needs to be secured 
and the legal way in needs to be widened. Legal permits for those wishing to work here need to be granted, but U.S. employers need to pay the workers livable wages with housing and medical benefits. Otherwise, it's a race to the bottom, and society has to make up for all the financial differences and needs of the, those poor, unfortunate people crossing. In essence, society subsidizes totally the profits of agribusiness and the service industry. About two weeks after my parent-teacher conference, the mom showed up one morning looking frazzled. Visibly upset, she said. I'm pulling my girls out of school, Mr. Carr. We got a call from my husband's phone. The gangs caught him and a bunch of other self-crossers. They burned him with cigarettes and beat him with chains, and I had to listen to it. They demanded $4,000. I borrowed as much as I could, and they released him. But we owe them. We owe them big time. I never saw my fifth grader again. I heard the dad had come back the day the mom visited me. The family decided on the other payment option. They fled. I think Thomas Friedman is right.